guys, welcome to the Elevated You podcast. And today we are here with Angela Prophet, dear friend of mine, fellow dancing diva and fun shorty, which we have so much in common. We met each other at PodFest and we had just like aligned. Yes. In speech, I was like, this girl is my soul sister. <laughs> It's hilarious. We have so much. And the more we talk and the more we talk and the more we talk, I'm just like, oh my God, there's this. Oh my God, there's this. You just find your people. You find your, I swear in like the gravitational pull of connecting energies. Yeah, we're going to talk about all that. (laughs) But Angela, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, let's see. I went to school to be a psychologist and I love people. And I worked in a mental hospital. I worked in a morgue. I did some, I've done some really off the wall things <laughs> through my life, but you don't know they're off the wall until you start talking to people and they're like, wait, you've done what? <laughs> like, how did you even get there? Mm-hmm. And it's all about the people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's where it's like relationships with people. And if you listen to your community and your audience and the people who want to love and support and build you up mm-hmm. around you and you just keep following those signs that's where you can really end up being super happy mm-hmm. but I used everything I learned in psychology and accidentally started a wedding planning business and my family had a venue for 35 years um, on the Mississippi Gulf Coast and so growing up around it you just pick up things mm-hmm. but you don't realize that you're just naturally good at something mm-hmm. and so I still you know worked in healthcare, worked in the hospital I feel like I lived like a dual life for like 10 years. Yeah. Where I would, I was in um, medical sales and infectious disease and a lot of therapy, but also recruitment and sales at the same time. Oh, wow. And then on the weekends, I was a wedding planner. And just through word, this was way before social media. So even through just word of mouth, people were like, I'm not getting married here or I'm not Catholic. Oh, we were both raised Catholic. Yeah, we were both raised Catholic. Mm -hmm. Now we're spiritual. But, I mean, doing thousands of weddings, like, all over the world, Mm -hmm. and you would never think that you're raised, like, one religion. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the thing. And so when people ask me, like, what religion are you? I'm like, whatever my client is that weekend. (laughs) You know, but it's like we've done so many events, but the power of connection and the power of social media and the power of finding your people is that life truly is limitless. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want, you know, put up the vision board and um, join in a group called EO, the Entrepreneur Organization, around 2012, I think, uh, really helped cl- like clear up things for me and like, oh, I'm, nothing's wrong with me. I'm just an entrepreneur. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not around the right people. Mm-hmm. And so the story does come back, you guys. I know I, I go off on a lot of tangents sometimes. Someone's like, are you doing the Tony Robbins looping um, technique? I'm like, I know that's a thing, but no, I'm not trying to like strategically do that. What's the looping thing? Well, it's like where you mention, you start to tell a story and you know, a story has a beginning, a middle and an end. Yeah. That's the framework of a story, a good story. And so if you start and then you switch up the middle and then the end, but you loop it all back together. And so it's called looping. Hmm. So, you know, it's like, through the journey of entrepreneurship, things just happen. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like when you know what you want and you're clear, then you can go faster. Mm. And I never, it took me a long time to learn learn that, that I really need to think about why am I doing all this? And yeah. what, 
no one ever asked me that. Like, what is this for? Like, yeah, we need money. Money's a tool. We all need it to live, but it doesn't make you happy. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't motivate everyone. I'm not really motivated by money. I'm motivated by the people mm -hmm. and helping people, mm -hmm. but I also have to own a business. And that's the part where outsourcing and surrounding myself with people who are way better at those things so that I can free my time up and mm -hmm. spend time with people like you. Yes, I love your outlook on it because that is something as I'm growing in my entrepreneurship and in my businesses is that same thing. Like, what can I delegate? How can I grow this and do the things that I best serve in and allow others to be serving in that in where they can best serve and so I love that mindset that's so good and you're supporting other people too yeah like when you give that. people an opportunity you know my, we're taught we talk a lot about our moms yeah and my mom and she she's coming around with her mindset but she's like you guys are just a little spoiled and you pay for convenience and you know she's like we grew up in the her parents my grandparents grew up in the depression and Same they own businesses mm. and you know they hoard everything and they just hold on to things and you know, the older I get I'm like it's not about the stuff like mm -hmm. it's about like the memories that you make and so as we're cleaning out like for garage sale stuff you know, you're cleaning out and you're realizing oh shit everything has a memory tied to it mm -hmm. and it's like you know to you it might just be stuff you know to mm -hmm. me I'm like we need to get rid of all this stuff so I'm like, why don't we take photos or videos and you know put them in the cloud or do something with it to create like a, a memory book. Yeah. You know, that's where I'm like all about creating content and creating memories. And it's like listening to our moms and learning more about, I don't know, the older I get, the more I learn, the more questions I ask. That like is. about my childhood and how things loop yes. back to everything of like why I act the way I act today. <laughs> That's honestly, I've been having really good discussions with my mom lately about that very thing. Like I, we talk a lot about life, a lot about past experiences, like of generations that pass because mm -hmm. that generational pass down is real. And there's mm -hmm. a lot more science that's starting to back up those kind of things and those traits and tendencies that, that we both good and you know, things that we're working on as well. So yeah, I really like that. Have you done a lifeline? No. Okay. So I did a podcast on this on a podcast. So it's like, depending on how old you are, you can like take the year you were born and the year of where you are right now when you do this or when you're listening or watching, and you draw a line. And then it's like every year has a vertical line and you write the high and the low of every year. Oh, I like that. And you kind of have to do it with your parents or your family or people yeah. who knew you when you were younger because I don't remember, you know, yeah. a lot of those things. So we did it with my family for Thanksgiving some of my family members are not entrepreneurs and it's okay like we're all different and i'd love them but we're just different mm -hmm. and we come we live we lead and live very very drastically different lives yeah and so you know i still love my family but it's hard to have a conversation because they don't do or live or can, they can't really relate 100%. and so you don't really have anything to talk about but anyway when you do a lifeline with your family you all relate because you share the same family mm -hmm. and it was neat to like listen to my mom but what I was looking for was a theme because if you take the time to do this you can find a common theme yeah through whether it's a negative or a positive theme and so one thing my mom kept saying was like your dad was never there your dad was never there your dad was well my dad worked full-time and my mom was a stay-at-home mom yeah so it's like of course my dad was gone all the time because he was working supporting a family 
But then my brother's wife, who also had working parents, like her mom did not stay at home. She's like, well, our, my, our grandparents raised us, but that was the plan. Yeah. She's like, we all have master degrees. We're not in debt. Like it was, that was the plan. And mm -hmm. so to reframe it, instead of looking at it as, oh, he was never there of, oh, he was taking care of the family and it gave mm -hmm. us an opportunity for me to be a stay-at-home mom and raise you all the way that we wanted you to be raised. Mm -hmm. And so, I, you know, you don't, you don't think about those things. I'm like, wow, there was actually like a plan and a strategy to like raising these three kids. But then when you get out of that plan, you don't know how to react. That's so true. I like the reframeworking part because mm -hmm. like how often we can take multiple perspectives of something that happens or you, if you even look like, okay, example, South by Southwest is going on. It's yeah. busy in Austin right now. You know, I've heard multiple people have different opinions about it. I'm really excited about it. It's my first one. It is busy. Mm -hmm. And then I hear people, they're like, I can't, it's just too heavy of an energy. I just want to be out of the city. And so it's like really interesting to hear different perspectives. And I'd like to listen to all these different perspectives and take them in and be like, what can I learn from this? Yeah. You know, I don't have to like believe this perspective, but what can I learn from this? How can I grow from this mm -hmm. or this experience, this perspective? And so I really like that growth mindedness to the perspective. You can always learn something. You can always learn something. And that's why I'm so like my whole brand is like be present. And that comes, you know, again, from like pain from my father telling me, like, put your phone down at the dinner table and like, bring your mind here, like you're here. Yeah. You know when you're going through something really hard and you have plans with a girlfriend but you're you're not gonna not go because yeah. like you hadn't been out in forever and you go and you wanna listen and you wanna engage but your dog could be dying at home. Yeah. You know, like this is, this is like a real story with me, you know, where it's yeah. like, should I've stayed home? Should I've just told the truth and said, I don't wanna be having dinner right now. Like mm -hmm. my dog's dying and it's like, the older I get, the more I'm like, you just need to be true to yourself. Yeah. You know, and if yes. your gut's telling you that if they're a true friend, they're not going to get mad. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that are like, well, let's just move the dinner to your place, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like when you start thinking about the people that you spend your time with, and it's like time is so precious and it's mm -hmm. so valuable. And so that's why my whole thing of being present is whatever you put on your calendar, show up for what the calendar says mm -hmm. and, you know, be there 100%. I completely agree with that. That's so true. And like, and honor yourself too. honor, like where, like I have a tendency to take on too much. We all do sometimes. We all do sometimes. But if you time block yes, and you know your capacity, mm -hmm. like if you look at your calendar and say, okay, like I know travel schedule, everything, because everything is very timed out, Yeah. but it's 80, 20 life happens. That's, even though you plan it out, it can't be that way 100% of the time. So that's where you give yourself grace. 100%. I love this. And it sounds like, you know, you've done a lot of self-work, which mm -hmm. I love. Yeah. And I'd love to share your, you have a health journey mm -hmm. you've accomplished. Yeah. And I'd love to hear about that journey and yeah. the transformation you went through. Yeah. So it all started. <gasps> dun, are dun, you ready? <laughs> With a treadmill desk. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and it is like, I mean, it's just funny, like sometimes like again the most painful things so i was a gymnast and we were both dancers and like i movement. was a gymnast too actually really? yes <laughs> oh my god 
it's just like, but I, I really do attribute a lot of what I learned as a, like a young gymnast growing up and like competing and then I taught and being part of it is that when you do the same thing over and over and you practice, you do get a different result. And in business, they think you, if you do the same thing over and over, you know, you're crazy if you're not getting the result that you want. Mm -hmm. But like in gymnastics, when you do it and you practice it, you get a result that you want. And I knew that, but sometimes priorities take over. And if it's a negative thing or a sad thing, you know, all in one year, my dad got sick, my sister got sick. Um, I don't know, it all started in 2010. Our town flooded. We had eight displaced weddings. Your it was flooded in 2010 completely underwater venues underwater again oh, i thought no. it was in a nightmare but it was like the the community pulled together we replanned things we shifted things moved things we didn't lose anybody no one died and people did die in that flood you know so there were good things out of it but then it just makes it made the city and the community stronger yeah. so when covid hit 10 years later a decade later it's like okay, I've been through hard things. I've been through fires, I've been through floods. I've been through some really harsh things, which is why I'm paperless, <laughs> which is why my life lives in the cloud. I don't know why anyone wouldn't want their stuff living in the cloud, but you've yeah. gotta know how to map it out. And again, all that mm -hmm. comes from pain when, when a computer crashed or uh, my car was broken into and my planner was stolen. Mm. So that's why keeping everything online so if you really dig into those pain points of like, what, what are the hardest things? And there's good and bad to everything. Yep. And so when COVID hit, my whole team got it. Some people cycled twice. Even wow. um, I still was traveling quite a bit and I was the last person to have it on my team. And I know exactly how I got it from my physical therapist. And um, I almost died. And so that's, mm. you know, I was down for 18 days. I had 104 fever. Wow. You know, I mean, my doctor, I'm friends with a lot of my doctors just from being in healthcare. And um, they were really worried. Like, I made good five videos to my family on my phone. Mm. And, um, so you know, it's just like when you're not ready to go. And I kept watching The Greatest Showman over and over. Mm. You know, it's just like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, but you just have to tell yourself that. And, um, you know, my doctor was like, you're so unhealthy. You know what you need to do. You were a gymnast, you know what you need to eat, you know you need, you need to move, you know you need, but, but I was so focused on building another business because all the events were just ripped out from under us mm -hmm. and I had to move the revenue over yeah. that I just let myself go. And I was just eating and sitting and eating and sitting, wasn't going to the gym, everything was closed down, couldn't have a trainer. Um, and so I'm like, I knew I had to move. And so I felt like, okay, I have a second chance. I need to get healthy. And so I looked at the date, you know, and I'm like, I'm going to lose 100 pounds in 365 days. I know how to do it. I had never done it like that drastic. You know, it's like if you break something and you're a gymnast, you got to shift something yeah. because you can't eat whatever you want. Um, you know, it was that kind of mentality. It's like, oh, I'll just get back to it in a few weeks. But there was no a few weeks over COVID. It ended up being almost two years, and so everything that we ever knew, I had to re. I didn't have to do anything, right? I chose to collaborate with brands who offered 3D events where we could go in and build all these things in the meta metaverse. I mean, it's a whole nother world. Yeah, <laughs> it's a whole other world out there that 
again, if you had asked me three, four years ago, I'd be like, what are you talking about? That sounds fake, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm thankful for, the, for all those opportunities I was pushed, but I was still tied to my computer a lot. Yeah. And so I knew I had to move. And yeah. so getting the treadmill desk, science says, I'm not a numbers guru or numbers girl, but the numbers work and the data works. So that yeah. it says move 10,000 steps a day. And so incorporating dance back into my life. Yeah. And um, my two little nieces, they were so obsessed with TikTok. I'm like, that's a dance app for kids. <laughs> and then I studied the business model and I'm like, oh, this is actually brilliant. 20 creators in a house, creating 20 videos together a day. That's 400 videos a day. If they each have a million followers and there's a lot of crossover. Yeah. But I mean, it's 40 million people in a day that you can touch and help and make smile or not, yeah. you know, it's like whatever you stand for. So I really got into that. And, you know, I know my nieces were like, you're gonna dance with us. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And now, I mean, looking back, they were thinking in their heads, well, you're fat or you're unhealthy. Mm. Like you can't move and do that and sweat, which I, I mean, I was very, very unhealthy and I couldn't fit in any of my clothes. Mm -hmm. But the more that I just kept that one goal being consistent just one thing and that's the thing with goals we try to yeah. do too much I like that you, yeah, that we you shut say down. that yeah want you to focus on your one one thing. yeah and you've got to even if you, you know if you're married if you have kids whatever your responsibilities are day to day week to week month to month year to year what your responsibilities and your priorities shift in any life yeah. depending on where you are and but you ha if you don't make yourself a priority you can't help other people mm-hmm and while I was in my head thinking I was helping everybody you know, in the company, I was really just hurting the productivity of the company mm -hmm. because there was no balance at all. It was yeah. just complete work. And so when, when I could balance the work with the walking, and y'all, it's not hard. Yeah. It doesn't go that fast, but consistent movement throughout the day is the foundation of it. Mm -hmm. There's no magic pill, there's no magic surgery, the DMs that I get with people asking, and I love it. It doesn't hurt my feelings at all. For people there, people who don't know me from like, you know, a few years ago, they're like, oh my God, you've lost so much weight. And I'm like, but I'm just getting back to my normal self. Like I can actually yeah. fit into my clothes again. Um, but weight has always been something that I've struggled with because, mm -hmm. and I had a very unhealthy relationship with food because I would just eat whatever I wanted, which is not good. Food is medicine. Mm. It really is. And what you put in your body, you are what you eat. You feel like what you eat. Yeah. Um, and I mean, again, it's an 80-20 thing. It's like 80% of the time, you know, eat the, the good, clean life. But nutrition for me was actually the last thing I did. Mm. Everything for me in the beginning was just moving. Yeah. 10,000 steps a day, doing it through dancing or walking. Um, slowly throughout the day. I would do eight Zooms back-to-back -back meetings and have 40,000 steps at the end of the day. Yeah, it's and not a, really be sore. Yeah, it's more about that active, like just day-to-day, -day, getting your steps, mm -hmm. walking, trying to like walk to work if you can, or take a walk around the block every on the hour or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And tracking it. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, so we did it for a year and, and I mean, you can go to walkandwork.co. We, we made its own little website. I <laughs> never thought that I would, my plan was not to bring this into my business or at all. Mm -hmm. it, it, but when people start to, my whole rule of thumb, especially with affiliate marketing and stuff, is more than three people ask you the same thing and you, ha you can help them with their problem, start 
as a case study and start building out something where you can help more people. Yeah. So if more than three people ask, then people are paying attention, uh -huh. which means they're struggling with the same thing you're struggling with. Yes. And, you know, it does take a little bit of time, I think, for us to loop around and be comfortable because mm. sometimes I'm like, God, I'm such an idiot. But you can't talk to yourself. You shouldn't talk to yourself I that do way. this. I catch myself doing the same thing, the same <laughs> thing. Like, oh, you shouldn't have said that, Kay. Like, why yeah. do you look like an idiot? But it's like, that's an assumption it that is. I'm making on myself. Yeah. And it was like one of the number one rules. Yeah. Don't make assumptions. No. Ever. Ever. <laughs> and like for so many years, I mean, we've had like this four P, you know, play, yeah. playing off my last name, Profit, we have four P's and it's like, the, without the four P's, you cannot have a business that is going round. Oh yeah. Without gaps. Yeah. And it's people, process, productivity, and profit. And so the productivity piece for us used to be software and automation, which is definitely needed, but it's not sexy and fun. Mm -hmm. But what I realized in my own journey is that you cannot be productive and you're not going to promote, promote it and really lead people to want to be more productive if you're not practicing it in your self 100% and that's where I had to like realize I'm not being the most productive I can be working like this it's not healthy for anybody mm -hmm. um, and then so you know so then we put a framework around it and we changed a whole pillar in the business of what GSD means mm -hmm. and that productivity now has to do with wellness and it's not about software and it's about individually being well and mm. that means different things to different people there's there was a saying going around TikTok that's like it's hard being thin it's hard being fit it's hard being fat it's hard being overweight it's hard you know choose your hard choose your hard nothing is easy mm -mm. but when you treat your body the way that it should be treated then you just feel better overall and that i mean that's all i can say is like the energy level get so much better. You don't need Red Bulls. You don't need, I don't drink no. coffee. I don't, you know, there's no addiction to anything other than wanting to be happy mm -hmm. and having like the positive feelings. Oh, I love that. And you made your goal. Yeah, I did. I'm, yes, I did. girl, I proud did. of you. That's amazing. I did. And, but again, like what helped was just that one thing of 10,000 steps. Mm -hmm. And then, and then once the world started to open back up, like I did get, get my trainer back and and I do strength training, but I travel for a living, as you know. Mm -hmm. So I don't see him every day. We don't do a lot of Zoom stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it's just having the discipline of tracking it. And that's what like the Apple Watch does. And it doesn't have to be seven days a week, 365 days a year. It's at 80% of the time. I love that. That's such a powerful story. I love sharing stories of transformation, like especially a wellness journey, because how many times have I even caught myself over pushing in some ways and then losing in my other even like overworking out and not giving myself a recovery day mm -hmm. and then my body is just drained in my workouts yeah. but there's been times where i give myself a day of rest and i'm like killing it the next day you mm -hmm. you go you just you, you work twice as hard because you gave yourself that time so i love that you're finding that harmony in life yeah it's really cool yeah and so i love to ask this question because yeah. we're all about helping people elevate their life and well-being what are three ways, they can be big or small, that you elevate yourself that you would want someone, want to share with somebody else yeah. on how to elevate their life? Yeah. I am, um, again, like I'm big on frameworks because if I don't have like an acronym to something, to a framework, then it doesn't make sense to people. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's just like, 
my three big things, it stands for like GSD, like get shit done. Mm -hmm. And how you get shit done is you make sure that you're surrounded by the right people. Yeah. And making sure that the way you communicate with those people and the way they're communicating to you, that you actually understand, mm -hmm. you know, like you teach. Active listening. Exactly. So, you know, that's, that's one thing is you could be active listening, but like, are you really understanding? And to ask mm -hmm. questions. And that's the first thing is like the people. And the second thing is having a process around anything you do. So for example, like with the weight loss and the wellness journey, I, again, I have, we have a TikTok mirror station, y'all, in my bedroom <laughs> since my little nieces. Because we have all these mirrors, you know, that were in my garage from all these weddings we did. And so I literally wrote the word pattern, you know, down on my mirror. And it, again, it's like, I, it seems so stupid, but it's like, I would literally put words like to this pattern to find my own pattern. And the first thing was like positivity. Mm -hmm. And then how can I make this attainable? You know, like as you're spelling the word and how can I track my time? Kind of like smart goals, like yeah. um, that kind of thing. So I, I went down through and did that. And to me, I'm, so I, I put a processor on everything I do. But when you take it outside of yourself, like if you own a company or you're a, you're a leader or director and you have to come up with something, you have to figure out how to tell someone else how to do that. Yeah. And if they don't think the same way you do, mm -hmm. um, how can you dummy proof a process really? And I'm being funny when I say dummy proof, meaning like make sure you make it a list, mm -hmm. make sure you do it in video format, make sure you've got the numbers and the statistics there and make sure you've got the feelings there. Mm -hmm. And that way you hit all four personalities, you know, when it comes together for a process. Yep. And then my last thing is just, I realized through my own, again, my own journey, I had somebody in my audience, y'all, sometimes I have mean trolls. Yeah. I don't view them as mean at all. They're just hurting. Yes, they're coming from a place of pain. That's how I look at things. Too. And that's okay. Yeah. Listen, if I'm the girl that caught your attention and you need to like, whatever, that's fine. I genuinely mean as a Southern girl, I will pray for you. Mm -hmm. But you can't let that stop you. Mm -hmm. But I had someone say, you are so annoying. Like you are mm -hmm. so happy. And are you always like this? And he's like, I don't love what I do. So, and you know, it kind of hit me. I'm like, oh my God, people don't want to be productive doing shit they don't like to do. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, we got to take a step back and, and understand that productivity, Tim Ferriss says like, focus on being productive, not busy. Yes. You know, it's like, I always had to have my calendar filled being busy. And you said something really important. Like there's a book I'm listening to right now about being still, like mm -hmm. stillness is key. And like when you're still and you have to give yourself still time, that's when you can grow and you start to go through all the clutter mm -hmm. and you know, you find clarity. So my thing is like to be the most productive, make sure that you love what you're doing. And you know, we all have situations and seasons in life, but there has to be a way to bring the happiness in every day. Like that's where the highs and lows, you know, every night. It's like, okay, what was the high of the day and what was the low? And if there was a low, why? And could I have planned better? <laughs> you know, all those things. But then I don't go back and second guess myself. Yeah. So don't sit, you don't, don't sit around. It's, it's wasted energy yeah. to sit around and do that. Yes. Like, don't do that. Be and present. don't ask people for advice if they've never done what you want to do. Yeah, that's true. Again, going back to the right people. So those, you know, those are my things. And then just with, I do have a four, you know, P with profit, but just making sure that you're using your time wisely. It's not about time is money or time is it's priceless. It's really precious. 
So how can you get the most out of the time that you're here and, and the legacy that you leave? Like, what do you want people to stand up and say about you when you're gone? Yeah. Write that. Yeah. Set yourself a five-minute timer and write that, and that will bring you clarity because if what people say and then what you're doing now and how you're spending your time, if it doesn't align, yeah. how can you align, re, get realigned? I There's a bigger that. purpose to things. Oh, that is so true. I absolutely love that. You know, just those philosophies on life are things we all can grow from and we can all be practicing more and more of every day. So this has been such a great conversation. Yay. Now we're going to dance. Now we're going to dance. <laughs> and so I'd love to share before we dance. Yes. How can the audience find you? Yes. You can go to my website, AngelaProfit.com. And it's two F's. <laughs> as in fun and two T's as in time, <laughs> right? So yeah, everything is um, is on our website, all what we do and how we GSD and how we get shit done and doing the shit that we love to do, working with people we love to work with. 100%, well thank you so much for being on Elevated You. Thank you for having me. Stay elevated. Stay elevated. <laughs>